You are listening to the Load Management Podcast. Why? I don't know. What's going on, everybody? It's your man, Chops, back with a new episode of the Complex Sports Podcast, Load Management Podcast. New week, new beginnings. As always, joined by my trusty co-host, Zion and Adam. Fellas, what's going on? Let's just get it out. Let's get it out of the way. Let's get it out of the way. Shams is on the podcast. Shams is back on the podcast. Yes, he is. Okay, yeah, get, yeah. Get your slander out of the way for me bitching let, about him canceling. Let me let me uh, get that out of the way quickly, and then I have a question for all you guys. Okay. Obviously, Shams is on the podcast today, and we remember, if y'all remember, if y'all listen, if y'all are constant listeners, go back remember. to the it was episode, two weeks ago. Chops was crying, tearing up, <laughs> tearing up in a mopey, all all red in the face, uh, just mad because Shams didn't show up for us two weeks ago. Well, this week, you know, he got it. Was it was borderline unprofessional? It was fully. It was not. Borderline. I. It what was did fully I say? What did I say? I'll never lie to the audience. Okay, full transparency. Mm-hmm. This is our lives. This is how we live. It. No, okay? but you you should lie when you when you're when you were doing what you. Yeah, you gotta you gotta no fake lie. it every once in a that, while, pal. And you were pissy. No you were you were the pissiest, most miserable sob ever that that afternoon. All right, let's get it yeah. out. Let's get it out. Yeah. Anything else you divas want to say? Yeah, that was terrible. That was a joke. But I have a question okay. for y'all. What's up, buddy? <sighs> what are you signing for? What is this? Is this and, about and, the Giants? If this and, is about the Giants, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Let me oh ask the question. Oh my god, I'm already over it. Any of y'all teams are in first place? Any Any of your teams? You guys are four and seven. Any team? Any of your teams? Of yeah, I, my my team's in first place to get the first pick. I think at, here here's my. I'm, I'm in the, the best spot of all of the, all the, any, any the Jets. The Jets are in a better position right now than the Giants. The Jets are doing what the Giants Why? should do. Why? Because they have, they're going to get tr- Trevor Lawrence. Uh, no, you know what? No, you no. know what? The Giants have had enough top level draft. <laughs> right? They, they we don't need winning. another year of that. If we make the playoffs, this is they don't be, have a quarterback. They this is quarterback. this is great for our confidence, and this is going to be great building point. Well, unless Danny Dimes is done for the year with that. Yeah, he, it, no, he it, it sounds hamstring. like he's fine. It sounds like he's fine. He pulled a hamstring, but. Are, are we just going to talk about the Giants? The Browns are eight and three. You don't hear me. We don't about care it because because it's, it's just another <laughs> win. We just keep piling them you up. Keep buddy. on We're going beating to the these bad yeah, teams. Jacksonville, congratulations! Yeah, you I mean, they backdoored you guys too. Congrats on that. You they did backdoor us because of the, no. Can I can I talk about the worst officiating I've ever seen? And those refs must have had uh, Jacksonville plus seven and a half. Browns are up eight. I don't know if you guys watched the game. You guys don't watch Browns games. I don't think you did. Why would he watch an irrelevant game? Browns are up eight. Browns are up eight. Jags are at the 30. It's fourth and 10. Incomplete pass. And they called the most egregious roughing the passer call on the Browns. Would have sealed the cover and everything. And they called the most egregious play. You can't convince me those that ref crew didn't have Jags anyway, plus seven and a half. We do not care about the Browns because they beat up on another. They didn't even beat up. They barely scraped by another bad team. So, wins or wins, they're all pretty. Yeah, they Shout won, to CJ. But no Shout to CJ McCollum. Yeah, CJ, uh, CJ, I can't wait till you come back for the playoffs, buddy. CJ, I can't wait for the Giants to beat the Browns because it's coming. It's really it's coming. coming. I'm so confident in this game. You guys are not good. You guys are just not well, good. We literally are good. So You're not good. They're they're good. You're we have the best running, running back duo in the league. Baker uh, hasn't thrown a pick in five games. Uh, he's got the fifth best quarter. He's got the fifth best PA. Pro football focus grade the past six weeks. Wait, 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 so. wait, 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 wait. We are hyping up Baker Mayfield? Huh? He's been fine. You saw, bro, you saw that goal line pass. The goal line pass was terrible, but <laughs> I saw that eight other darts he, he threw yesterday. He literally so. threw it above it. He was wide, bro. But did you did you see his TD passes? Wait, wait, darts. wait, wait, wait. But I'm scrolling through my text and wait. No, don't do that. Wait, don't I, do that. I don't tweeted that. at 156 after Baker overthrew a wide open receiver from the two-yard line. 
I said, Baker stinks. Chops show, response. Show it on Zoom, Young Zion. Let's see it Ch- on Zoom. Chops response. Nope, there we go. We got sucks. receipts. He said, sucks. I hate him. That was, that's he not said, me. That was, sucks, I was hacked. I hate him. I Keep that same Brown, energy. Browns are, eight, Browns are eight and three. That's all I care about, buddy. It's another victory Monday, and they're all pretty. They're all pretty. Yeah. Adam, do, uh, is I, hold up. We have to clown Adam because I'm getting clowned this whole podcast. Adam, the clown fucking boxing, what, the boxing expert on this podcast. Didn't even watch the biggest boxing fight since McGregor Mayweather. That's an insane statement, number one. And number two, I'm not wasting $50 on fucking exhibition boxing. That you sound like a broke boy. You and, sound and like a broke no boy. Bearing. I sound like what? You sound like a broke boy. Because sp- <laughs> I'm spending my money on better things than watching exhibition. It was, it was the most entertaining I've ever watched a boxing match. And that's years. sad. It's, it's, it, it's really sad if that's what was entertaining it, it to you. It was the, big, the biggest sports t- uh, topic this weekend, without a doubt. It, and still, it, it, it went into today. But, Nate Rob- uh, Zion, I feel bad for Nate Robinson, dog. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. You should No, well, the, the other half of it is I feel bad that Jake Paul is getting so much attention and, like, good attention. But the thing is, you should have seen it coming. Like, I saw that coming from the start. Like, you don't... Jake Paul has fought before. He's fought. He's he's fought before. He's not a terrible fighter. He's not a terrible fighter. And he's 6'2", like 225. Like, Nate Robinson is not... A boxer is not touching... If you're 5'9", whatever... He's not touching a 6'2", 225. Adam was guy. just silent, though. Like, can we all keep, talking I, boxing? I just want to keep the same energy when there's actually relevant boxing on. Like, next weekend is the Errol Spence, Danny Garcia fight. That that's is gonna a be very consequential welterweight fight. I'll be fight. watching. Adam, you that's going to be a It's called fight. duality of man. You can do both, buddy. Adam, that's a great fight. Yeah. But I guarantee you it gets nowhere. Not the, not a, a tenth of the attention that this fight got on. And maybe that's guy. wrong. And maybe that's wrong. Maybe it, that's it, a problem. It is completely. But, but no, I boxing, think, listen, not, I not think to cut you off, crazy. Boxing, I as I say a million times and I write about it, it's politics polluted and it fucks itself over a million I times. I think you were crazy to call yourself a, and, and, and ignore it. I think just out of curiosity, you had to have watched it. Out of just pure curiosity, but, no, you should have not I don't want to watch two fifty. Listen, I don't want to watch two fifty year olds who are retired. But they Tyson look good. Fought. They look good. And t- they were gasping for air from what I read because I didn't watch it. They were gasping for air after two rounds, and the scoring <laughs> no, was Tyson, comical. But Tyson still got it, man. He was landing some. Listen, listen. I, I, again, you you being this hyped for like keep the I same energy I had for so relevant much fun. boxing. Snoop, Snoop Dogg's commentary was amazing. I had so much fun. Canelo's fighting at the end of the at the end of the oh, month. Keep you can, the you keep listing these things. Snoop I don't was care. Great, but I never. You don't me, care I, about the number one I, pound listen, for pound. No, I'll fight. probably still watch those. I'm just saying you can do both. That's all I'm listen, saying. I don't me, want to do both. Yeah, I want to actually be yeah, invested you, you just, and give a shit about relevant you're boxing. Just, you're just hating, but like for me, I never saw I never saw Tyson fight. So like, I just that was cool. And you didn't see the real Tyson fight, so. I did see the real Tyson fight, but I saw Mike Tyson fight. I saw, I didn't see a glimpse. I mean, listen, I I'm not Mike shitting Tyson. on anyone for making money. If you can be an entertainer and get money, and Tyson, whether they gave it to charity or got some money, and Nate and and I mean, well, I hope and, Nate got more and, than six hundred dollars. Logan or Jake see, Paul, I can't keep you, track of which one. Did you guys see the leaked the leaked payment? I hope Nate Robinson got more than six hundred dollars. Six hundred thousand. He got six hundred thousand. No, think. that guy said it was six hundred dollars. No, that, there's no way that he signed up for a pay per view fighting yeah. and only got paid six. I hope that that he kind of knew I, he was going to get get destroyed because I, like bro, yeah. come on. NBA Twitter was in rare. That was a rare. Oh, that was one of Twitter greatest, night. That was a rare tw- Twitter night. And and I will admit the best tweet was Magic Johnson saying, I'm praying for Nate Robinson 24 hours later. Nah, the best tweet Say, was Nick No, Yelp. but bro, him saying it 24 Swaggy. hours later? Is Swaggy or Steph? Steph had Swaggy was crazy. Steph what did, was what crazy. Did Nick have, what did Nick tweet? 
that him uh, and Gilbert got to yeah, get together. He, he, yeah, he like, well, about, I saw uh, Gilbert's post on Instagram, but I didn't see what Nick's Gilbert's like. post was disrespectful. Nah, well, that's Gilbert. Too. What do you expect for Gilbert? <laughs> but, but Steph's Nate, tweet. What, what did Steph tweet? Well, Steph's tweet was hilarious. Steph's tweet was hilarious because he was late. Uh, he what, did it what after the tweet? fight. What did Steph tweet? What did Steph tweet after get, the fight? Let me get to it quickly. Pull it up. Um, Adam, you missed out on a lot of fun. That's I really, I really didn't miss out on anything. Yeah, you so literally did. Nate Robinson tweeted t- to Steph earlier before the fight. He said, "I'm going to shock the world, bro." And Steph waited till after the fight to say, "I see no lies." <laughs> you know, that's, that's cool. I mean, he shocked the world. And Adam, <laughs> Nate was wearing Nick's trunks. Like it was that's what did it for him. That's Good what did him. it for him. That's actually, that's probably correct. That's probably exactly what it did for him. He cursed himself before he stepped in the ring. Listen, How you the Knicks? in the grand scheme of things, you pay for whatever entertainment you, entertainment you want to pay for. If that was what got, you know, you got your uh, shits and giggles and jollies off on Saturday night and paid $50 for, more power too. But I'd rather spend I had so my much money fun watching that on shit. more relevant and consequential Listen, boxing that was, that than that nonsense. That was that, it was pure entertainment. And I wrote that. I had to cover boxing for the, because you tapped out. I had to cover boxing on the I was site. asleep when that fight was going down, yeah. You, you were, you're old. So we do have Shams on the pod this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to just do a abrupt transition, but I feel and like also, we should. Also, NBA training camp starts this week. Right, starts today when the podcast we, comes out. We need a clapping yeah. emoji, a clap, not emoji, clapping noise in the background. Please add Why, why don't you just clap yourself? Just, we have microphones. There you go. Um, so I, I don't think we should keep the people waiting any longer. Because wait, Shams, wait, but I, I do have something to touch on because – what? Like I said, I like being on the right side of history, and I like um, when my takes come back. My takes come back and look glorious. Remember when y'all slandered me? Y'all slandered me when I said um, Tom Brady was washed. Remember when Keyshawn Johnson came on the podcast? And this sounds like an issue for Keyshawn. I don't know what I said. <laughs> when Keyshawn Johnson came on the podcast and so called dunked on me when he was spewing all that nonsense, saying Tom Brady, you still still one of the best QBs. No, Tom Brady is washed. I need my flowers. I need my apology from you, Chops, and Adam. I'm not apologizing. Nah, because you, y'all were. I'm not. I'm on. not. There's no. The verdict hey. is not out on this yet, pal. Okay. What the verdict? No, he hasn't looked good the past <laughs> several weeks. A hundred, one million percent. He hasn't the looked verdict, good the past the several weeks. The verdict is looking like it's out to. <laughs> but let's out to let's, pasture. let's let's get the full season under his wings, and then we can nah, then we can know, reach man. then I we can we, hand we down the verdict. I think I think we've <laughs> seen the verdict. I think I think we. It's sad. I love Tom Brady. It's sad. I mean, he just doesn't. He can't hit a deep ball to save his fucking life. I don't, and the guys are open. I don't know what's going on. Uh, my Bucks Super Bowl picks looking pretty bad. I don't. Yeah, the, the Saints just keep winning. I don't know what that says. But oh, hey, let's give props to the Denver Broncos quarterback. What? Hinton. My bad. I, 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 I'm blanking on his name. Hinton. So, Hinton. Uh, the quarterback, a former White Forest quarterback from the practice squad. Yeah, that's kudos. We give you kudos. You were trash. Kendall, Kendall and my bad for forgetting his name. Kendall Hinton. Kendall, Props Kendall to him Hinton. because it, I, anybody slandering that man is a fucking asshole because that man I, went out there. He was on the practice was squad great. as a wide – he was on a practice squad as a wide receiver on Saturday morning, woke up, and he started an NFL game at quarterback, which is one of the hardest things you can do, and and he tried his best. He did, no his, one's he, just, he did his best. He was still trash, but he did his best. I, no um, one slant. No, yeah, I don't yeah, want to hear anything. No, I mean, no. Giants not inaccurate. Yeah, he's correct. He I mean, still, the, the, Broncos threw, the Broncos had more interceptions than completions. So yes, he wasn't <laughs> a good quarterback. No, no one should get to sleep. You no, guys are assholes. But, you guys are but assholes. I no, this is this is this is this is just reality. This is being objective. This is reality. Yeah, it's but not objective. I, You're just being a dick. I do think he should be paid way more than he got paid. I hope they give him Drew Locke's salary for that game. He was put. He was given an impossible task. 
and it wasn't it wasn't I will say to see him perform I, like that like I mean it, that's to be expected to not do well but I will say a million it is props ar- for doing it what he did but like let's let's be real here they threw I, it more is ironic had completions it, it is ironic because on Saturday uh, a, a thread went viral of someone asked how many completions could you complete an NFL game just regular person and people were like wild and saying they could complete passes. I think that that fucking proves our point. You couldn't complete shit in an NFL game. No, that guy played college quarterbacks. All those clowns would be decapitated with it. Yeah, and and people are like, "Oh, we'll just do a pop pass. We'll do a pop pass." No, the snap would break your fingers. Like, get out of here. Have these people not seen the Dr. Pepper uh, football (laughs) toss thing they do? Imagine, (laughs) imagine Aaron Donald rushing after you while you try and throw a pass. All those, all those clowns need to shut the fuck up. Uh, let's real quick before we get to Shams, who Shams always delivers, you know, he's got news in there. Please don't aggregate him or aggregate him. I don't care. Jason Preston. I got to give a shout to my alma mater, Ohio university, Jason Preston, who is the point guard for that team. Uh, Zion, that, that clip went viral. A lot of places on complex sports. Also kid had no offers year, like, like, like in high school. And now he's out here. It sounds like he's going to get drafted. And he, he went out and dro- dropped 30 on Illinois uh, they lost the game, sadly, but you know he he's out here, you know, just making it happen. So I want wow. I wanted to so, give a quick shout to him. Since we're doing quick shout shout out, shout out to Duke, shout out to young boy. You Jaylen didn't go Johnson. to Duke. I went to OU. So. Jalen Johnson, nineteen, oh. nineteen, gonna be a top five pick. I said it now. Just remember that. Um, Jalen Johnson, remember the name. All right, Adam, do you want to shout any UConn? No, no UConn's, no. UConn's, UConn's two and out. James Cook going to be a lottery pick, and everything is great right now. UConn stinks. Uh, there we go. Inaccurate. That's our that's our uh, college. I'm actually very much into college basketball. As I said on the last pod, our Thursday pod. I this is a college basketball show come February, so I'm very excited. Um, let's get to the Shams interview. Let's not you know hold people up any longer. Shams is great as always. So let's get to it. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, recurring guest Shams back with us, senior NBA insider from the Athletic and Stadium. Shams, you had a busy, busy, busy week mm. draft uh, and free agency show. The draft show did over one point one million viewers on Twitter alone. If I if I'm reading that correctly, right? Yeah, so we we did a live draft show on on Stadium. Uh, it was on on Twitter Live as well, and um, yeah, I, I think. You know, we had Brandon Williams on. We had a couple of players come through. Anthony Edwards, number one overall pick. R.J. Hampton, a few other guys that that showed up on the post show. We had the next day, uh, Tyrese Maxey. Um, uh, so it, it was definitely a, a crazy time the last couple of weeks because you had. I mean, we've never had the draft and free agency and trade season all truncated in one week. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the week started off with the Chris Paul and Drew Holiday trade. And then you had the whole Russell Westbrook, James Harden situations, and uh, you had the draft. Uh, Clay Thompson gets hurt. Um, you have free agency, um, and, and all of that in one time. We've never seen anything like it. 
Yeah. And, and looking back and looking back, Shams, young Zahn and I would be remiss if we didn't mention that yeah. Chops have gotten all his feelings when you had to cancel us late on the week of the draft and free agency <laughs> because you were obviously a very busy man. But Chops over here was despondent and absolutely out of it and a little pouty. So we, I was, we, we I would was be remiss if we didn't mention Shams. Shams, I love having you on this podcast so much. I was heartbroken, but I totally understand you were very busy. <laughs> no, I, I, I love, you know, you know how much love I have for you guys. But that, and I, and I told, I, I, I hit Adam that morning. I'm like, man, if there's like a, a chance I can do 20 minutes, let's, it, let's, it wouldn't let's even get even it mattered. It wouldn't even matter because everything broke that night. All the trades broke that night that we recorded. It would have been yeah. all Drew Holiday. It, it, everything went nuts that <laughs> night. Everything went nuts. <laughs> Everyone, every, everything happened that night. You're right. So that, even if we recorded, we would have. It would have been wasted. It would have all been wasted. Anyways. It's all fine. We, we love you. We, we're glad you're back on. So <laughs> you're, everything's you're our favorite cool. but Chops, But Chops was in his feelings for, for, I, the, for yes, the first portion of that, of that episode. Let me ask this because I had 200 questions prepared for you. They're now 100 questions because everything already happened. But what's going on with James Harden, Chops? What's the scoop? So, so I mean, the Rocks are expecting James Harden to be in, in training camp. And, um, you know, he he clearly made it known to, to people within Houston that he wanted to be on a contender somewhere else. And, and, you know, but at the end of the day, he's under contract for two more years. And there just was not a viable trade out there. You know, like you talk about Brooklyn, talk about Philadelphia. Those are the two places that I reported were his preferred destinations if he were moved to a contender elsewhere. Um, but you really look at it, there's not, you know, for Brooklyn, there's just not the pieces necessary on that team to get a deal done, something that Houston would feel is is, is applicable for a guy like James Harden. Um, and then when you look at Philadelphia, they've made it clear that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are, is their future, is their duo going into the season and their long term uh, over the next few years. And so if Ben Simmons is not in a deal with Philadelphia, um, you know, I don't think talks ever really progress on James Harden. I think you had several teams inquire, um, like the teams I just mentioned. I think, um, you know, the Warriors at one point made a call in for, for James Harden. But at the end of the day, if you don't have the requisite pieces, it's a moot point because Houston has the leverage. He's under contract for two more years. Um, I, I do think that that will not be a situation that plays out in, in the short term here over the next, you know, whatever the case, if fans want to think week to month, the next month or so, I, th- I really think, um, you know, as it stands right now, James Harden is going to start the year there. So I guess, well, there's a lot of follow-ups we could have for what you just said there. I guess the first follow-up I'll say or ask is that basically the the Rockets are going to demand a superstar back if they're going to deal James Harden. They, they've made it known to teams that have inquired and have had interest that we want a, a star level or a high, high level rotation player in the deal, possibly other young players and just a, a, a you know, as many draft picks, future draft picks, pick swaps as possible. And so when you set the bar that high, guys, it just becomes a deal. Um, it becomes unlikely that you're going to find something that fits that price point. Now, could that price point change as the year goes on next summer? Potentially, there's no doubt about it. Um, so I think that I think the Rockets preference still is that we want to see how this team looks as the year goes on. How does Steven Salas, their new, new head coach, uh, do with uh, James Harden leading the group. They signed Christian Wood as a free agent. They brought in DeMarc and DeMarcus Cousins on a non-guaranteed contract. And from everything I'm told, DeMarcus Cousins, he worked out for the Rockets last week a couple times. And, and I had one person tell me he hit 23s at one point um, <laughs> in his workout. And so it, as long as he's healthy, as long as he's fit, which I, I'm told he's in good shape 
Um, but as long as that is the case, um, let's see this real quick. Uh-oh. Go Uh-oh. ahead. He's, Sean's looking at his phone. If you got to tweet Nothing. something, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, tweet it. Get it out. You got to do it. Dude, go ahead. Go ahead, man. No, I got nothing. Okay. Um, I wish I had something. <laughs> but as, as long as, as long as you know, DeMarcus Cousins can stay healthy, I think he will be a piece for this team. Um, but I, I do believe that the price point that Houston has right now is, is it's going to take a lot. Did anybody make an offer that they that they were like maybe? Was did it even get to a maybe, or was it none of them were even close? Uh, from what I'm told, none of them were even close. I, okay. I don't believe the Rockets even considered it. Um, you know, yeah. Russell Westbrook. That might be a di- you know that's another yeah, what's conversation. Up with Russ? But what's what's up with Russ? So uh, the Rockets engaged with several teams at, 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 on draft week, you know, free agency week, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> You know, they, they talked to Washington about John Wall, which I reported. Um, uh, they talked to Cleveland, I'm told. Um, Whoa. But uh, uh, oh, relax, relax, pal, relax. No, not you, Sean. No, not you, Sean. Me. Sorry, I'm talking about <laughs> Chops, Chops. The, the Cavaliers, yeah, the Cavaliers <laughs> lunatic down here. He, he's telling me to relax. Um, um, but I think, again, even their price for Russell Westbrook, when, when the conversations went to Washington, um, I'm told the Rockets wanted multiple other assets, you know, yeah. whether it's draft compensation, young players. And so when you set the price that high, even for Russell Westbrook, and it's if it's not met, the Rockets are fine going into the season um, and playing it out. I don't think that they ever felt like there was a sense of urgency uh, on them at any point. All right, so final Rockets follow-up, and then we can move on to, I guess, other other pieces or players. How toxic is it going to get down there if yeah. Harden and Westbrook are on the r- roster for the next, like, two or three months before whatever the trade deadline is? Uh, I mean, it's it's just the reality of, of whatever this, you know, if that's the situation, that's the situation. Um, at the end of the day, those two players have the ability, of course, to make it, if you want, you know, however you want to call it, ugly, toxic. Um, but to my knowledge, like, like ownership, they, they want to compete still. They want to build a team. You know, getting a guy like DeMarcus Cousins, get, going out and getting Christian Wood, they ended up making, uh, you know, uh, you know, financially being able to open up the, the, the availability to go out and use the mid-level exception, be, be able to go out and spend for a guy like Christian Wood. Those things were done because they want to go and compete. And so I think ownerships tried to make the point to both James Harden and Russell Westbrook, at least on, you know, indirectly that, hey, we're trying to compete and we're going to go get a guy like Christian Wood. We're going to go get a guy like, DeMarcus Cousins to come here and try to compete. But um, listen, at the end of the day, we've all seen how different trade requests are handled, how different players handle situations, um, you know, how, how these guys enter the camp, enter training camp, enter the regular season and preseason is going to define how this could end up going. So are the Nets not, are they like done trying to find, was Harden the only like upgrade they were looking for? Or are the Nets going to still look around for another, like a third star? with KD and Kyrie? I think the Nets are always going to be active. You know, they were one of the mm-hmm. teams that, that had a level of interest in Drew Holiday. Um, they pursued yeah. that. Um, but at, at the end of the day, like their price point, you know, even, even for New Orleans, their price point on Drew Holiday, this all comes down to, to, to the team that's trading the player and their position and where they the stand. Drew Holiday price point was crazy. It was a bevy of draft picks, and that just <laughs> was not a position that Brooklyn was in. They didn't want to give up you know, three, you know, two, three first round picks, multiple pick swaps. That just was not the position. Milwaukee obviously wanted to make that move. And, and, you know, they, they clearly want to go for it this year and they needed that, uh, you know, second, third star on this team. And so 
Um, but Bro- Brooklyn looked into it, but at the end of the day, they did not want to trade a guy like Karis LeVert, um, I'm told, for Drew Holiday. Um, mm-hmm. And, and okay. for, for Brooklyn, you know, they, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, these guys view Karis LeVert as a very significant part of this team. And um, they, you know, clearly New Orleans got a, a pretty substantial package for Drew Holiday. How do you feel about that info, Young Zion, our I resident mean, Nets fan? I mean, I mean, I'm cool with that. I trust Karis LeVert as the third option too, but I would say, would to Shams, do you ever see Bradley Beal becoming an option? Let's say if he the, can't get off this Bradley Beal. I'm just this, saying this, that's scenarios. another option that's been tossed around in rumors. Do you ever see that? <laughs> in what in what Reddit message board? Hey. It's, it's out there. If if the, if the Wizards get off to a slow start and don't see themselves being successful this season, can that possibly happen? Let's get Bradley Bill. It's it's literally just up to you know it, it's it's up to Bradley Bill and that and that franchise. But yeah. I, I haven't gotten a sense that 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 Beal you know wants to be anywhere but Washington. And the Wizards have said time and time again, whether it's publicly or privately, that they want Bradley Bill to be one of their faces of the franchise. And it's it's. It's clear that he, you know, last year he took a, a step forward. He averaged, th- what, 30 points a game. Um, could easily make the case that he was one of the best players in the league. He should be an all-NBA consideration this year going into the year. Um, but if, if that's your franchise player, if that's one of your guys, um, unless there's, there's a fork in the road, unless, someone, unless one of the sides forces the issue, I don't expect, um, at least not in the short term, anything on, on deal. So – so when you reported the BAM deal, you reported that, correct? I, I believe you did. You reported the BAM deal. Everybody brought up Giannis because obviously there was reports that, hey, if BAM doesn't sign, that's a sign that the Heat are keeping their options open. BAM and Giannis share an agent, if I'm correct. So did that play into anything into Giannis? And what is Giannis going to sign the Supermax? <laughs> if, I, if I knew that answer, you want to break sure, some I news on here, Shams? Please, <laughs> I, I would. I would report it. Well, um, but people said the Bucks were confident after the holiday thing. Are they still confident? I, 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 yeah, I think. I think the Bucks have always had a level of confidence that they will be able to resign uh, Giannis to, to the max. Now, again, it's his decision, and he just returned from Greece this weekend. Um, I, I do believe he will take time with his camp, with with people around him, to really come up with whatever consensus he wants to do. As far as Bam's concerned, like guys, his situation was pretty uh, cut, you know, cut and dry. Like either you're going to give me a max contract or you're not. And you know, his agent, like you said, uh, Alex Ratsis of Octagon, same agent that Giannis has, and and in in conversations they were clear. Like you know, it's it's obvious he's deserving of a max deal. The question is, would Miami give it right now, or would they wait a year and just? Everything that Miami's done for Bam and what Bam has shown to that franchise, you want to show a level of loyalty both ways. And so I think they just decided we're not even going to mess around with this. Let's just get it done with. Um, Pat Riley has shown if we want to create roster space and salary space to go get a guy, like they can. And so if the Giannis window does become available next offseason, I'm sure Pat Riley and Miami will find a way to do it. I just think that this is such a specific isolated case i i you know even i saw it after you know reporting on it you know, the, you know everybody, was that that everybody, was yeah. everybody was tweeting that everybody was tweeting at you everybody was tweeting that it's an easy comparison for sure and it's easy to bring it up but yeah I, I really think this was a pretty cut and dry situation like 
give yeah. me a max or don't give me a max. It's one or the other. So it doesn't it doesn't at all preclude the idea that Miami could go hardcore, move heaven and earth for Giannis next summer if the possibility did arise, which which could mean also moving Jimmy Butler if you need be. I, I still believe as it stands right now, Miami, just like several other teams, is still yeah. prioritizing Giannis next summer in free agency. Now, again, he could who, who go and sign other, the Supermax. Who, who are those other teams? At every NBA team. We know. <laughs> Every, every, team that, every you know, NBA team I mean, would listen. prioritize getting Giannis. Every goddamn NBA team. <laughs> All right, let me ask. Let's, let's ask another like scenario, Giannis scenario that we were talking quickly before we started recording. How does AD in his situation with the Lakers potentially, you know, in some crazy, screwed up, messed up world, um, potentially allow Giannis to kind of slot in as a Laker next season if they do some crazy mathematics? I'm explaining this hardly, but like essentially, there's a scenario out there where if AD structures his contract appropriately the Lakers could be in play for Giannis next summer if he doesn't sign a Supermax. The Lakers, similar situation. If, if, if they really want to create the space, even if AD signs a, you know, whatever, whatever type of contract he signs, still, you know, they, they would still go out and be able to do what they have to do. Um, you know, as I reported, whenever, when the Lakers season, you know, when they won a championship, uh, he's going to resign with the Lakers, and that was mm-hmm. that's always been his plan. The question is, what type of deal, right? And yeah. you know, I'm told him and his agent Rich Paul they're still meeting, they're still discussing, and, and they're still going to go over which type of contract they want to sign, whether it's a one plus one, two plus one, a three plus one. Um, you know, a two plus one gets Anthony Davis to that position where he has ten years of service. He's going to be able to sign that mammoth, uh, you know, major contract. Um, tenure designated veteran contract, you know, three plus one gets him around $147 million guaranteed and the ability to opt out uh, after year three and be able to sign that mammoth, uh, you know, designated player max. Um, So those are the two options that I think, you know, would make some sense. But like you said, I think that him and him and his group still have to go over what they want to go down, which, which path they want to lead. Do you, People always love this. Was there anything that you thought could happen during that crazy week that didn't happen that maybe got close? You said Russell you know, Westbrook I, I, to the Cavs. You know, something that was talked about. Um, any moves that 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 were close that didn't happen. I mean, I, I think I think the one conversation that you know, even going into draft night, even though we didn't see, um, you know, obviously Kennard was traded, Drew Holiday was traded, Chris Paul was traded, Al Horford was moved, um, Stephen Adams. Uh, that week was moved as well. But I think, you know, the, the, the Westbrook for John Wall, given that both players have essentially made it, had made it clear that they wanted, you know, what would be open to a move out. Um, I think both players were open to the idea of going to each respective team. Um, so it had a, a bevy of legs that way. But again, it comes down to the teams and the teams ultimately decided that they did not want to agree to a deal. And, um, but that was the move going to draft night that, you know, I thought that, you know, maybe these teams could get on on a similar page here. Um, did you have the tweet like, drafted like I mentioned. up? Did you have the tweet drafted up, or was it how <laughs> how close was it? Was it... <laughs> Come on, man! You know I'm always prepared. <laughs> Dude, there we go. There he we protects go. his sources. He protects his sources. There we go, Sean. Um, you touched on Harden. Just the going back to Harden. Harden to the Warriors. What would that? How was that? Close was that? And do the Warriors even have enough? Like more than the Nets? Was that pre pre Clay Thompson or post yeah. Clay Thompson? Uh, I heard that one uh, a little bit before um, the injury to Clay. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, even even that type of situation would have taken 
no, I mean, this is, again, I don't, I don't even believe an offer was made. I think it was just yeah. the inquiry, like, we have a potential major offer here. If you guys want to discuss, again, Houston was not really, like, I think they were open to hearing out different offers and proposals as they've been, even going back to last year with all of their players. Um, and as historically that franchise has been, but they weren't out there soliciting and yeah. making counters and, and making offers. But I think the Warriors did make it known that, listen, we have a potential major offer here if you want to talk. Now, what could that major offer have been? I mean, you, you have to imagine, it would have to start with Andrew Wiggins, mm-hmm. number two pick, you know, possibly future first-round picks. That would just need to be a starter. Um, but again, it never even progressed to that point. Yeah, definitely. Um, so who should we have? I, we don't even know when the trade deadline is. So should we have guys on our radar who could, like, is Kevin Love going to get dealt? What about Andre Drummond? Derek Rose is someone who I think people were surprised didn't get talked about on draft night. So are there any guys we should have on our radar going forward as the season gets going? Just just first, Shams, just humor humor chops and talk about his cast for a few minutes. Then we can move on to more relevant NBA <laughs> Hey, teams. we're gunning for the eighth seed, baby. Uh, yeah, okay, pal. Okay, okay. okay. Which eighth seed? <laughs> I mean, I, I think the Cavs, you know, I think they, they were they, – they looked at different veteran players in a marketplace during, during you know, free agency and trade week. It, nothing made sense. Either they ended up dra- drafting Isaac Okoro at five. Um, and, and this is still a young team that has some some promise and some some young young players. Um, Kevin Love, I, I don't know how vast his trade market is. Um, you know, not, when you talk about there. different trade algae, so yeah, that, that that kind of puts puts the capper on the on the Cavs front. But I think you know when you look at different trade pieces, you have to look at the guys in Houston, of course, as we've talked about here. Um, you know, I think there was some conversations around Andre Drummond. For Gordon Hayward, I was told around that mm-hmm. time period, obviously nothing got done there. Um, but you know, there, it, it, I feel like a lot of the major moves were already made during draft and free agency week. Now it might take a little bit more time because teams are going to assess what they have and teams are going to see yeah. what what they have in market and internal before they start to look externally. Okay. Before we get you out of here, did any moment of your life your phone go off more than the Donald Trump COVID night? <laughs> oh yes. Um, you're a wild yeah, one, Shams. You're a wild one. You're, that would. Hey, I've can, never seen anything can, like that. Can you tell us the truth? Did you just have Trump on notifications that you tweeted out, or you had the source before he tweeted it? Man, I can't even comment on that. <laughs> that was yeah. nuts, Shams. That was insane. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say anything on that one. Yeah. <laughs> but your phone was going. You can talk about how crazy your phone was going. That was. Have you seen anything like that on your phone? No, but honestly, my phone, like BNC draft week, was a lot crazier. So I, I mean, that that night was definitely. You know, it, it, was, it was an epic moment in sports reporting history. We'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> that was that was it. nuts. All right, Chomps, you got to give us one player. Who, who one? Give us one player who's getting traded during the season that, that we're not expecting. You got to give us one. You got to give us one. <laughs> One player, I'm not, honestly, I, I feel like we talked about a lot of them on this. On this, I mean, I, I mean, Zion just wants you to say Bradley Beal. Just say Bradley Beal to humor him. Don't just say Bradley. I'll actually, no, you get aggregate. Don't say that. Actually, don't say that. Do not say that. Players, if you, do you think the Nets roster will be the same by the All Star break? Ooh. Um, I'll say no, just for the simple fact. I think the Nets are always active and always, yeah. you know, looking at different things out there. Now, what that I mean, that could be the most minor move, right? Like, that could be like the 12th man. So I'm going to say it just for that purpose. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Shams, we love you. Thank you so much for stopping by. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Shout out to Shams. Always, he's always got the news, guys. He always, he, cool. ne- he never disappoints. I'm sorry Bradley Beal will not be ending up on the Nets, young Zion. <laughs> Zion was basically begging Shams to say Bradley Beal's getting traded. I didn't him. need to Bradley Beal on the Nets. I just need to know that if we're getting somebody else, because I think. I mean, just from my tea leaves reading, it sounds like we have no idea how the Harden situation is going to go. Like he, like Sham said, you have no idea what's going to happen once these guys get into into the camp. You know, yeah. But um, but but we can reasonably assume that is a, there's a very good likelihood it will get toxic. Yeah, yeah. it did sound. Yeah. Like it. What was the yeah. biggest thing? The biggest takeaway from from that you guys think? I think Russ well, to the Cavs was a big one. Harder to the Warriors kind of shot. Yeah, Harder that's going to be, that's gonna be the one that people pick up. We know that you yeah. obviously are going to, your ears are going to perk up whenever the Cavs are mentioned. Well, that's but, a, per- no one knew that. No one knew that. No, knew you're that. right. But also, but when Harden gets mentioned along with the Warriors, even though they were just doing their pretty due crazy, diligence, pretty and there's no yeah. real, you know, there's no, there's no smoke and fire situation, but they were doing the due diligence. That is interesting. Westbrook's and it also really sounds cool. like, it, it also sounds like we have no idea on Giannis at all. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's still too early. I mean, listen, you, listen, Bam signing that big extension. Like they really like the he'd have to move like heaven and earth to get Giannis on the roster next year, but it could be done. But it seems kind of I would have thought that Giannis, based on all the again, the tea leaves that we were being, I mean, Sham's pretty he shot that down because he he said he saw it. They share an agent and everything, and that's the first thing people brought up. But he he pretty adamantly shot that down, he didn't like dance around that, you know. I've I kind of thought of it on the tea leaves, we would have had a signing by now, but I mean, Mark Stein said. After the Drew Hall, I mean, if, if Giannis doesn't resign with the Bucks because uh, Bogdanovich trade didn't happen, that's, <laughs> that's one of the most epic fuck ups of all time that they didn't get that done. And they're gonna For get hamp- and they're gonna get the, uh, slammed with tampering charges too. Yeah, L- listen, I think yeah. it's even crazier that Bogdanovich is the is the one that's gonna swing whether Giannis signs or that would right, be yeah, like swing the future of the NBA, like Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, but. Another week in the books, boys. We're as we record this, we have no idea when uh, the Ravens and Steelers. It looks like Wednesday now, so Wednesday don't play the game. Don't play it. It's stupid to play. The Ravens don't have. So you gonna make the Ravens the forfeit a game, pal? No, 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 no. Just Zion doesn't want NFL. You don't want black athletes to get paid for their work. I don't, I don't need the Steelers work. to beat the Ravens at point two percent of their actual roster. He's he's so worried about the Browns making the playoffs and Lamar missing the playoffs. He is I don't, so worried, we're not about, worried about the Browns. The only bro. thing he has to worry about is if he said word. He said word. No, the only thing word? the only thing Young Zion has to worry about is if his boy Danny Dimes is healthy enough for the Browns Giants matchup where he has a lot in the line. He'll be healthy enough. You, that CJ bet dog. You didn't you didn't change it. He pulled CJ's, a hamstring. It's fine. CJ that CJ bet. He keeps reminding you too. Uh, he'll, he'll be alright. He'll, uh, he'll be all right. The Giants will be. Did you pick out? Did you pick out the wine you're going to request? No, I, I mean, have to find it. You got to help me. I, I need a. I, need some, gonna, I got some Zion's selections for you. No, we talking about twenty thousand type, twenty thousand oh dollar type wine. That's what. Yeah. We're <laughs> so I can get it. And all right. You want something ultra rare? Put yeah. it on, on that. Picks. On that note, I guess we'll see how that plays out. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, pal. Fellas, another week in the books. Uh, another fun one. We'll hey, dial the hotline. Give us some hot takes. Yeah, give, give us a call the hotline. Um, the number will be in the description. Rate us and subscribe. Yeah, make sure you rate us. Drop in those reviews so we can get that bad uh, Juan review out of there. Who give us five stars, me. but rag on chops. And give Juan five stars for his one star review. Okay. Yeah. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. It's free to listen to Apple, Spotify, all that. Make sure you guys subscribed so we're in your feeds every. Uh, you know, we drop twice a week. 
Tuesday and Thursday episodes. So we'll be back Thursday with our NFL picks, gambling picks. I'm going to have some more college basketball because I am on a roll in college basketball right now. I What, what you gambled on two games and now you're on a roll? Adam, I gambled on six more games after that, and I am 8-0 in college basketball, pal. All right, well, the, the come down is, is imminent, pal. And Zion saved me. I almost took Duke minus yeah, 37 and a half, and I, I didn't. I, and I didn't. Listen, and yeah. if you're listening this far um, and you're a 2K player, I got a 2K code for you. If you share this podcast with a friend and show it to me. So and leave a review. Twitter. And leave a review saying 2K code. <laughs> you're going to make him nice do your laundry review. also? Christ. Yeah, no. we might. You know? All right. Uh, until next time, we love y'all. Uh, have a good week. Stay safe. And as always, a special thanks to our producers, Josh Dodd and Jasmine Plata, our audio editor, Misha Jones, our production manager, Sean Sel Correa, our talent booker, Shanice Kelman, our senior director of operations, Jen Stewart, our general manager, Donnie Kwok. This is a production of Complex Networks.